Welcome to Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. And, uh, you know, we were kind of glued to a screen this morning <laughs> for a while. Yeah, Blue Origin. Mm-hmm. It was like it kept getting pushed back. I'm thinking, well, it is a big... <laughs> It's a big deal. You got to make sure everything's right. No, wasn't it funny how they weren't saying exactly what the problem was? It was yeah. just, yeah, but they got to make sure everything's right before we can yeah. launch this. Duh. Yeah, okay. Big story in this one, you know, is of course that William Shatner, you know, who played Captain Kirk on Star Trek, went up, came back down, ninety years old, and it was really. I thought his words afterwards to Jeff Bezos were very, very real. You know, what I mean, it's you. You could tell that it really moved him. What you have given me is the most profound experience I can imagine. I'm so filled with emotion about what just happened. I I just... Yeah. What you you missed is that right before that, he started to compare. (laughs) He was like, you know, those other guys, I know they're doing stuff. I said, oh my God, please don't say Elon Musk. (laughs) But he he started to go there and then he realized, wait, let's just focus on Bezos because Bezos just sent me to space. He said, I don't know what those other guys are doing, but you know, (laughs) but yeah, but his description of it is what he considered, you know, the earth to be just sort of this little thin air, whatever pocket of air where it's blue Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's not blue. It's black. And I think he was talking about the blackness and is that what death is like? And it was like, Uh, oh, okay. Bring it back, William. Well, Well, but you know what? I think when you're 90 years old, maybe that is, your perspective on things is very different. You know, it's not going to last forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, so I mean I'm I'm sure that that had to be for him a truly spiritual moment. What I was I don't, tell- those, those those tears were real sure. for him, you know. What I was telling Sam is that of course he couldn't sleep last night. Of course he's excited. He's the most excited one. This was not in his plan. He yeah. this this 6 months ago this wasn't on the table. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? It's like he never he probably already 10 years ago thought, "Man, I've done a, I had a great I've had a great life." Yeah. And now he just topped it. He just did something today that topped it at 90. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was. So, anyway. And what was different for me for this one, it's the first time I've been glued to any sort of launch like this in a very long time that I can think That's of. That's usually mm-hmm. Sam. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, I mean, Sam has always been an astronaut fanatic and actually would ride in a Blue Origin f- flight if he could. Right. Maybe he'll, yeah. offer, maybe he'll offer you a free ride. <laughs> That's about the only way I'm getting on it. So, um, I mean, you know, I guess maybe really the last thing I looked at when, when those pictures first came back with the Martian rover and all that kind of stuff, you know, is the first look at Mars. That's that's probably the first look at anything space-related I've had in, in quite some mm-hmm. time. But as a kid, I remember watching the space shuttle launches, you know, and, and, and my dad, especially, you know, I'm not old enough to remember the Apollo launches, but... Um, but you know, my dad recorded those the best he could with, with audio. He, he didn't have a v- VCR or anything at that yeah. point. Mm. And um, but when the shuttle program started, which I guess would have been the early 1980s. Early I mean, 80s. I, I know the prototypes were around a long time, but the first one actually lifted off in 80 or 81 or whatever. I was glued to that, mm-hmm. and most of those launches, you know, I, I, I was glued to. What's weird about the shuttle mission program is it became so commonplace. That people just got used to it. Yeah. There yeah. was no fascination any anymore with that to understand what's actually happening. But the the technology that they're using now, where you actually get to experience it more than you've ever been able kind to experience it on them. the ground before, right? It felt like you Is were that, kind of you walk. You got to watch them walk up the thing. They launch. You're listening to them come back. 
And then wait, you guys loved watching the, is it called the rocket? Like re come back and just the booster, the booster go yeah. right back where it was supposed to go. And then the yeah. capsule came down. Yeah. I think it's because back in the day it was like the shrouded in mystery because yes. it was scientists and pilots. And now right. it's like every day we all get to kind of people are doing it. And what you were saying about, you know, the space shuttle became commonplace. It's the same thing that happened to the Apollo, the space program in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Apollo in the early 70s, it started to be, yeah, okay, there's another one. It, yeah. And therefore, it's like, yeah, same story. Ho-hum, funding disappeared same. because you know, what are we doing? We're just going to the moon and coming back. Are we going to do anything? And yeah. so, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of died out back then. This this came along at the right time because, the, you know, the the shuttle program is over. Right. Mm-hmm. And we needed something to, like, and because some of these, I think, Elon Musk's stuff, SpaceX, still goes to the space station. Yes. They carry cargo, and they carry, the first one that they sent up actually carried uh, astronauts to the space station, too, yeah. I believe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You still have an orbiting space station, but that's about the you know the extent of it. <laughs> Not like that's small potatoes. But, well, it's, it's part but, of the know. let's go to Mars thing, you know, because yeah. Mars is the next uh. big step. When we can show that people can stay in space long enough to get to Mars and to get back, yeah. You know. See, what I'm wondering about, you know, Blue Origin and I mean, I know Elon Musk and, and SpaceX are kind of they're going for the same thing is the access for the casual user to be able to tourism, you know, tr- right, to travel into space. And I don't know. I mean, for one thing, the price is going to have to come down <laughs> substantially for it to happen because it's it's very expensive for a joyride. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then for those that can afford it, that's wonderful. A Ten minute joyride. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And um and for you know, for for William Shatner, I I believe it probably was life altering for him, mm-hmm. and something that is going to be with him for the rest of his life. Yes, you know, however long that may be. Yeah, you were talking about the uh, you know how this is bringing to the common person and how they're letting you see more of it. Did yeah. you see any of the SpaceX one, the, the Elon? No, one? I need to go back and watch that because but, this is the first time that I've seen like the rocket booster come back mm-hmm. and land, which that's insane because I remember when right. it used to be a parachute and they had to time it to make it land in the ocean. Yeah. And now, you know, I mean, it's, and that's, isn't that the way the shuttle rockets work? They fell off and they fell into the ocean. Parachute were, into the ocean and, and they sent a tugboat out to pick it up. Right. Now, but, they, you know, like at SpaceX ones too, they land, they come right back, back and they land and they reuse them and they land and they reuse it. Yeah. But they were showing the inside of that capsule. And, I, you know, first person I thought of was Murphy. If he, if he was watching this, well, it's tight. But I'm talking technology because oh. just like these computer monitors, yeah. that's what it is in front of them. It, you, you're used to looking at the old Apollo where it was these funky computers with flip, 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 button, button, right. button. And these are touchscreen monitors now. Like Iron Man. Behind, <laughs> They were behind the, the two astronaut, two of the astronauts just looking at the monitors. And it's just like there's the map. It's like looking at the Weather Channel app on your smartphone. There's a system. And, and they're just touching the screen. And it's just like... That to me is cool. Yeah, it's come to that point where we're riding in there. The picture is crystal clear, and right. you're watching these yeah. monitors to see exactly what their process is. Yeah. It's something to be excited about. You know, what we we should do is the next time the girls come over, and they're both there together, we should just ask them what they know about it. Our kids, and then go back and watch it with them. Go to the Blue Origin website. You can go watch it and see yeah. and see what if they think it's cool. We think it's cool. Yeah. I don't know what they think of it. You know what I mean? We've really never t- talked space exploration with the girls. Mm-mm. We really haven't. I've I don't never think. been in, uh, very into it. You guys know I, yeah. I, I wouldn't do it. 
Well, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. because we come from the, the edge of the Apollo program all sure. through the space shuttle program. So, sure. I mean, I'm different because I'm really into it. Mm-hmm. But we lived through some kind of space exploration. Right, Kids yeah. today yeah. really haven't. No, yeah. it's, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they would get excited about it as well. It'd be anything that's new to them and cool. I would think they'd get excited about it's it. More excited about the guy from uh, Red Bull who jumped from the edge of space and parachuted. <laughs> TikTok down. video. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, I think there are certain kids who would be oh, yeah. jacked about it. I mean, think about what you're doing. Yeah. It is not of this world. I mean, so I think there are a lot of kids. It depends on the kid and how it's presented to them. Hopefully it's being presented in classrooms today. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, if it's ex- ex- if it's exploration of something new and we learn something new about our universe from it, or yes. if it has a medical or science purpose to yes. it, which, you know, a lot of medicines have actually come out of you know development in, in space and experiments and things that have mm. happened over decades and so to me those are all really cool things i think that that would keep mm-hmm. kids and others interested in it but it's just such a different time and, and place where our world is so virtual now you know what i mean it's it, it's I, it's almost a false sense of well i've kind of done that already you know i, what I will mean? say Thanks that the movies and everything else what you're saying about you know, the way it was when we were little and how it was so that's them and and we kind of feel like we get to experience this with it. If you were to go back and be told when you were a kid, Sam, that in the future, one day you're going to watch it happen and it's going to be tourism. It's going to be just go to space yeah. because you can. No. You would never have believed it. Nope. That's another thing that's remarkable about it. The fact that it's about Anybody, if you can afford to get that seat or you get picked, because, I mean, there it won't always be money. There will be, like, the, the girl who went with SpaceX who was the St. Jude patient yeah. and, and, you know, Haley works Arsenault. at St. Right, Haley Arsenault. Um, there will be more and more and more people doing it because mm-hmm. it's not just Jeff Bezos. Yeah. It's Elon Musk. And who's the other guy? Richard Branson? Sir Richard Branson. Sir yeah. Richard. So space tourism is we're we're at the we're watching this happen in its infancy in in the newness of it but you would have never you would have never been able to sell me on that i'd be Mm. like no people go to vacation to disney they don't go to space not that it's a vacation without without a billion dollars you don't go to space (laughs) something like that which is about the price of disney these days isn't it (laughs) (laughs) there will be cheaper Space tourism oh, packages. Yeah, I don't want the cheaper package. I can tell you that. If I had the to discount go. <laughs> rate, well, you know, it's it's like anything else. The technology. I remember the first time that somebody said that the technology that ran. I don't know if it was the first Apollo flight, one of those early rockets that flew in the late '60s or, or the early '70s. The computing power was to, it took up a full room mm-hmm. to run that. And that same computing power is what you actually have in a smartphone, a single mm. smartphone now. So crazy. Yeah, so technology has come a long way. If it, if it becomes mass producible and less expensive and even more reliable, yeah. And is autonomous is not the right word because autonomous would mean with no travelers, right? Anyway, uh, I, I guess what I'm getting at is as long as it can reliably fly managed all the fuel things all the things that are so intricate because it, there's a lot of precision with this you know i mean mm-hmm. there's not it's you have weather factors you have orbit factors there's a bazillion things that scientists need to do you know before a flight like this takes place and i guess all of that winds up on a chip computer chip and the next thing you know you're getting in a rocket that may be able to just fly itself yeah i think that's you know? they had talked about the spacex one that they had just done that pretty much it was all computer 
crazy. Run. Yeah. That's another thing. See, there's a, here's a recommendation for you, Murphy, but for anybody else, I had found I I found out about that um, series on Netflix, and I remember telling Sam. I think we did a Hollywood Outsider on it, and I remember telling Sam, "This sounds like you." Mm-hmm. And you watched every episode, right? Inspiration, yeah. It's called Inspiration. It's it's a docu series on Netflix about okay. SpaceX, about e- and Elon's well, about not the, in all of it. The but... four people that were Elon is actually not in, in much of it. Okay, it's about the four people that went up in that. How they were chosen, mm-hmm. how they were normal people, and then it follows them. A lot of it does follow. Uh, Haley, the girl from St. Jude, a lot of it's a lot of it was focused on her. And then the last episode, you had to wait two or three weeks for the last episode right. for when they went up and when they came down. And there's a lot of in the capsule. That's cool. Uh, see, with that one, they had a uh, they're calling it a, a cupola. I I can't say the word a coop. It was the big dome glass okay. that they've never had on any space flight before mm-hmm. on the shuttle or anything. It was just this big giant dome that gave you a 360 degree view of space if you stuck your head up in it and and it was like the views that they were showing from that are just like now now, watching that and hearing william shatner i could put the two together and see why he was that way yeah sure you probably can't you've seen it you've seen a snapshot of earth for years tv print books and everything else but seeing it in person i'm sure there isn't anything else like Mm -hmm. that you know it probably is surreal and it's happening so fast for them right now they're like wait did this just happen yeah he's been alive for 90 years and he just spent 10 minutes in space you know what i mean that's how fast that was um you know one of the things jody that when you were mentioning that in the interest level from you know kids and Mm -hmm. others I think a lot of that comes from, and, and maybe this is what you did, Sam. I do remember as a kid being outside, and when your your mind is not really tainted by anything, and you know your imagination can run wild, and you look up into the sky, especially at night, and you see the moon, or the first time you look through a pair of binoculars or something like that, and and you kind of look, and, and it, once you become really awestruck by what you see up there mm-hmm. i think for some people that becomes a level of curiosity that motivates them to later in life they want to do something tied to that they want to know you know that something there's that more. there's more out there yeah. yeah what's weird is there's so much here now i don't know does that water that down you know what no, I mean? because when you look up into space with the binoculars or naked eye and you see the moon and go wow I can't believe that. Well, yeah, that's point one oh 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 one percent of what's out there. Right. Yeah. There's the stuff that goes to infinity and beyond. Right. That, that we'll never see. Yeah. 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 And I saw the 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 largest body out there. I think. Now I'm I'm going to screw the number up, but I didn't even know this. I mean, I know that the sun obviously is larger than any of the planets, but then the largest body that science has recorded so far. Is something insane, like a hundred times the size of the sun. Wow. It's huge, it's whatever it is. I need to go back and, and read the article on that. I, but I, I just haven't spent enough time with it over the years. And so much research has been done mm-hmm. that you probably could get lost in it very easily. Of course easily. you can yeah. get lost in it. It makes you feel really small, right? Yeah. It's, you know. But it's funny to me how what William Shatner, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it was a marketing ploy or not, the fact that he was the one that went is somebody that we think or feel like we know. Mm-hmm. It's changed my perception of this for you know for you, one reason. Yeah, because you were more excited to watch it, and he humanized it. I don't know when I, it's you've always seen astronauts get excited, but you he was riveted by it. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, you feel like you know him. That's why. And maybe there's maybe there's something about someone's life experience who's been on this planet for ninety years that when you experience it then versus when you're twenty years old. It probably takes on a whole different level. 
Does that make sense? In other words, you've lived your whole life, and as you're getting later in your years and starting to wrap things up, right? There's more behind you than there is in front of you. You have a grounded perspective. That's where all that wisdom comes from, like my grandmother's wisdom and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think your perspective by that point, because you've experienced so many ups and downs and high points and low points and all those things in your life, that getting to do something that it might be on people's bucket list, but he's the only one who's been able to do it with a handful of others, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you it just that, really humanized it for me in a different way. When they were uh, at the end there, when they said that was the 599th person, it was yeah. 596, 97, 98, 99th person that had been to in go. space. Yeah. These four were. The next person gets to be 600. 600 yeah. And when you think about all, all of it, only yeah. 12 people have walked on the moon. 12 people in the history short, of the world number, have walked number. on another body. Mm-hmm. Wow. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.